Winnipeg singer-songwriter Chris Michael is one of Manitoba's most exciting new country artists. Injecting his songs with a heavy dose of rock energy, Chris has been captivating audiences across Manitoba with his high-energy performances, catchy hooks, and much more. Be sure to check out Chris's brand new single, Old Hoedown, which is available now on all streaming services. And make sure to saddle up at Cowboys Roadhouse on September 27th with the Chris Michael Band, Greg Arcade and the Coyotes, Band and Outlawed, and the Brady Kenneth Band. Four bands picking great country music all night. On September 27th, saddle up at Cowboys Roadhouse. We talk a lot on this podcast about independent artists developing their careers and turning music into a full-time gig instead of just a hobby. One aspect that we don't discuss enough is the financial side of things. I'm not an expert in that department, but here's a guy who is. Trevor Fisher of Way to Wealth Management is a local certified financial planner who can help you start planning your financial independence. Although Trevor was recommended to me by some local musicians and past guests on the show, he can also help young people plan for their financial future help those close to retirement map out their next steps, get young families on the road to success, and more. Call Trevor at 204-471-3011 or email him at trevor at way2wealth.ca to get your finances on the right track today. All mutual funds provided through Fundex Investments Incorporated. This episode of the podcast is my conversation with two members of local emo punks screaming at traffic. They were last on the show about two years ago around this time, and we've been wanting to do a follow-up episode for quite a while. There actually was a follow-up recorded that was hosted by Ryan, who, as you may remember, uh, occasionally co-hosts episodes with me. He interviewed two members of the group about a year and a bit ago, and That episode just never came out. Uh, I can't remember what the reason was, but I think it was that the audio quality was unusable. That didn't happen, so here we are back again with a new interview. And they've been kind of hard to pin down as far as a time to do this because they've been touring almost nonstop. They have a brand new album out, a very good brand new album, called I Don't Like Sports. And it's their second release after their debut EP. And they've been touring like maniacs. I mean, when I caught them... To record this interview, they were between tours, they were home for a few days, and then heading back out again. And it seems like they have a pretty heavy touring schedule going forward. It's a band that's doing big things. They've definitely, since the previous episode, improved their level of success and the amount of attention they've been getting. The album is great and is getting accolades accordingly. And yeah, I was really happy to have them on the show. Uh, Again, I would really highly recommend the new record. Um, It's probably going to be on my list of favorite Winnipeg albums of 2019. You'll have to wait to the end of the year to check that out. But yeah, it's great. Uh, It's a fun interview. Good guys, and I hope you enjoy the episode. Thanks. You're listening to Garbage Hill, Winnipeg's first podcast network. Foolish, 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 foolish
Loose Radio. I'm uh, back again for the first time in a couple years with two members of Screaming at Traffic, and it's the same two members who were on the show last time, which is weird. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you two are the official, but, but I mean, other members have done other interviews. I've heard other interviews. Oh, yeah, everyone. Done, but yeah. for some reason, you guys are the, the it, ones who end up on this show. We try and take turns and just like... It just kind of rotates. Rotate it out. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And it yeah. just so happened that it was our turn. Yeah, so. no, that's cool, that's cool. So, I mean, uh, you know, I've met you before, and hopefully people have heard that other episode, mm. because it's bizarrely popular. Uh, yeah, it's still on the top it. 10, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's been kind of blowing our minds for the last, like, like well, forever since it happened. Like, yeah, because it's been a while, right? I mean, we, yeah. Usually what happens is when I first release the episode, it gets a ton of downloads because yeah. it's new and people who automatically subscribe, they get it in their thing and whatever. And then every once in a while, some random old ones show up. But for some reason, for the past, like, three or four months, this chunk of episodes from 2017 just keeps getting a bunch of downloads. And it's like, you guys, uh, there's no Gima episode in there. There's a couple other ones that just, for some reason... All within know. a space of a couple months, someone has found that section of time and is, I don't, I don't know. But. Right. Well, to all the Witch Police Radio like listeners out there, thanks. Someone yeah, 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 someone's yeah. doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah much appreciated yeah, whoever's been cool, yeah. re-downloading the episode. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, it's funny because that's like, I almost wonder if it's because you guys are doing more stuff now, you're touring, things like that, and people are just Googling you, and that's coming I up. I mean, that that's kind of what we... That doesn't explain all the other ones around the same time. Uh, yeah. getting well, maybe they, but... they click on ours and they're like, "Oh, wow!" They're like, "Oh, we found Screaming Traffic." And they're like, "Maybe we should listen to some of these other I, ones and I click around the ones that say." I think that's probably what. Yeah, 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 that would yeah, make yeah. sense. Yeah. So in maybe... that case, you're welcome. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it's kind of cool um, that you guys keep popping up there. It's yeah, no, it's, it's sweet. But it's been a while. I mean, obviously, a lot has happened. A lot mm. has happened since that last oh, interview. Yeah. So I think to just start everything off, let's just get names and instruments so people can identify who we're talking to here. Uh, my name's Paul, and I'm the bass player, and I do backup vocals. Uh, and my name's Duncan. I play guitar and sing lead on half the songs right, in the band. Right, And then yeah. who are we missing? Uh, we're missing Stefan, who does drums. And, and Jacques Rocher, who is our the other, other singer. Yeah, the other guitar player who sings the other half the songs. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So, just again, to frame it, frame it on last time we had the conversation... I don't even think you guys had anything recorded yet, did you? You may have had a couple songs. Um, I think we were actually plugging the EP. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, we released the EP within, um, like, six weeks months? of our first show. Right, yeah. right, right. Like six okay. months of being a band or something like that. Oh, even yeah, even like, less than that, I think, because we had, had it finished when we played that first house show in Zach's basement. Oh, yeah. Right. Um, and then our first actual show was at the Cavern, I believe. And at that show, we were, like, it was our, like, Release show. Yeah, release show. Right. We then went on tour, and by the time we got back from that first tour, we had played more shows on the road than we had in Winnipeg. Yeah, right, yeah. right. And you guys are touring heavy, too. I mean, it seems like every time I see anything, you guys are on tour, or you're about to go on tour, yeah. or just got back from a tour. Well, yeah, I mean, there was about a... Uh, there was one we did, I guess it would have been, I want to say March 2017 or 18? Uh, 2017, we didn't tour 2018, because that's when we were getting all the album stuff ready to yeah, go. Yeah, because yeah, when we got back from that last tour, like all that time ago, mm-hmm. we went in and recorded the album and that took oh. them sorry i just figured it out it's because like we we toured in october right like yeah. we did, and then like literally four months five months later in march then we went again so it just looks like we were doing a lot of touring. it looks like you're constantly yeah. on tour yeah. Yeah. yeah and then we took that that summer we recorded the album with jordan and then we were gonna release that spring but then we hooked up with little rocket records and like no you gotta wait we gotta like do this properly okay. and everything okay. and so that's why the album Which, release got pushed like they like, yeah, but, yeah, which also thank you, Graham and Little Rocket, for they, teaching they, us your ways. Yeah, yeah, they were right, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that but, was just a few months ago that came out, right? Yeah, yeah. in June, yeah. Okay. Because, okay. yeah, we uh, we were basically, we had it recorded for about a year before we actually released it in its okay. entirety. We released a couple of songs, singles with videos and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and then during that period, obviously, we weren't touring. And then we did that shout out to 
to Edmonton, Edmonton and, and Calgary. Calgary and did some release shows out there. Had a release show here. And then, yeah, we just spent the last uh, three weeks on yeah, the road. Which would be uh, just for people who are listening to it because this isn't going to be the last three weeks. We left August 3rd. We got back uh, August 21st or August 22nd or something like something that. Something like that, yeah. yeah. And then we're about... It took, is, took a little weekend off. Yeah, and then back. And now we're now we're going out west, yeah. So that, that last, the one over the start of August was out to Halifax and back. Oh, cool, okay. And then this next leg, uh, which we'll probably be on or just finishing when you hear this, uh, is uh, Victoria. Victoria Island. So you're going to complete other, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool, yeah. cool, cool. So you're covering the whole country at this point. Yeah, that's, yeah. The, okay. that's the plan, that's awesome. yeah. 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 Right and on. we've been out to Victoria before, so we actually can say we've been coast to coast yeah. now. But this one's actually a coast to coast tour. So. Yeah, yeah, sure, with a yeah. small break. Little between. break in little the middle. Break. Well, yeah. But you've got to come back through Winnipeg anyway, Yeah, so right? might as well, like, you know, enjoy the weekend at home, right? So just to go back to the album, so it came out in June, and... You said you you had it kind of in the bag for a year. Mm-hmm. How does that? Well, first of all, just tell me what the record to start with. Like, I mean, how did that come about? Putting that together, did you have? Because, um, like you said, the EP was recorded pretty much right away when you started being a band. Yeah, it was our first four songs. So, basically. how much time was there, kind of, between the EP and then getting these songs together for the album? Did you already have these fairly early on too, or was um, it newer? Like a, year? Uh, a lot of the songs that are on the album are songs we've been playing basically since the beginning. Okay. Even two yeah. of the songs on the album are songs that we re-recorded from the EP. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so basically we wanted to just take everything we had and put it into one thing. There was a couple of songs that came out, came kind of closer to the end. Hey, Koyuki, we'd never yeah. even played live before, before it was on the album. Oh, cool. okay. We had, uh, we worked with Jordan Voth actually on that one and we brought, we were like, Hey, we got one more. Like he's, he's he said, bring up everything you got. And it's like, we yeah. got this one that's kind of half done. He's like, okay, play it as much as you can. And we did. He's like, Yep. Let's put that on the yeah, album. I was cool, like, well, cool. we're not done yet. He's like, don't worry, we'll we'll, have we'll, we'll finish it here. So <clears> we did like it was really fun, kind of tweaking it with him, like in the studio. Yeah, yeah.
none of us have ever really worked with a producer in that kind of capacity. I was just gonna ask, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Jordan Vaught definitively produced it. Yeah, 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 cool, cool. And it was just a lot of fun being like, just having Jordan be like, "Well, why don't you guys try this?" Mm-hmm. And then because like normally when we're sitting down in the basement here, we're like, "Well, we'll yell and scream at each other, and then, or we'll talk politely, depends on the day <laughs> yeah. or how much beer we've drank yeah, that yeah, night." Yeah, but like, yeah. and it's it's a lot of like kind of picking things apart and like. Once you've well, you've heard the same song so many times, the same four people yeah, always yeah, talking yeah. about it. Having someone come in who's never heard the songs before, uh, look at them and think of a different way to, you know, mess around with yeah. them. Yeah. And, and well, he's heard so many other bands too yeah, that he yeah. that he knows how to kind of yeah. Yeah, and so he heard things that we never heard before in the songs, and they were minor tweaks most that of the time. Was, and that was the kind of the cool part. Like, yeah. is, everything was always minor. It was never it's like, like it, re- go rewrite. Yeah, it's not like a good overhaul, like, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, well, you should just do a big stop here, and then, like, let this thing ring out, and then go back into it. It's like, oh, yeah, that's, we never thought of that. Yeah, that's, that's actually great. Like, yeah, why, yeah. Did, why did we not come up with that? Has that changed yeah. how you play these songs live, too? Some of them, some yeah. of them, yeah. Uh, like, most of the ideas he had were fairly, like, simple things that were very easy to work into the way okay. we played them. okay. So we figured anything that's on the album, ideally, like, there's nothing on the album that we can't recreate live almost entirely, with the exception of some of the guest vocalists. Right. And, like, that's something we told Jordan as well, too, is, like, whatever we put on the album, yeah, we want to be able to do live You don't want, like, stage. 16 layers of strings and shit on the way. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. I mean, that'd be it's cool, I guess. But... Yeah. Well, it'd be, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who yeah. wouldn't love that crazy, you know, like, pet sound Yeah, style, of course, like, of course, yeah, yeah. But, we, yeah, we wanted to, to be an album that's, like, okay, you're hearing this, and when we play it live, you're hearing basically that. Yeah. Only probably played slightly faster, yeah. faster, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> Generally well, speaking, because you get the live energy and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, why, why, why Jordan? I mean, he's he's obviously done a lot of local albums, mm-hmm. and he, he has a sound too. I mean, I think he yeah. has something that people. I don't know if people recognize it as listeners necessarily, but I mean, if you if you listen to a bunch of stuff he's done, mm-hmm. there's a sameness to it. Like, yeah, I mean, in a good way. Well, like, what was the appeal for you guys? I guess. Well, we had known Jordan for a while, and uh, we know a lot of the stuff he's done in mm-hmm. the punk scene, um, which all sounded. We love the sound of a lot of his records, and like our first uh, EP was literally recorded in our living room, very DIY. Uh, Stephen Smith did an incredible job with it, and I love the sound of it. It's like it's like really raw and intense. Yeah. So we know that Jordan is a very uh, clean kind of like pop almost kind of for sure yeah. to his yeah. stuff well a lot so, of the stuff he does is pop punk too right yeah exactly. has all those harmonies and everything and yeah yeah so yeah. we want to try and go the complete other way and work with jordan because he would give us that like very like clean kind sure, of sound sure and see how we would sound in that kind of context and honestly the album sounds great like it's it's yeah, I, yeah. i'm very happy with how it came out yeah yeah and so you, does that also change sort of how you play the songs too i mean or do you keep that rawness when you play oh when we play it's live raw. it's still the same yeah, yeah. you know you the, the only difference is that we having done them in the studio a lot of our like harmonies and stuff like that are more practiced and, oh, sure. de- yeah, and, and yeah. more deliberate it's less it's slightly less gang vocally and a little bit more singy singy yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's that's the one major difference i said think we came out of it is yeah. uh, us being like well okay we have to clean up yeah. our vocals a little bit here and so i mean that's perpetually a work in progress well yeah. i'm pretty sure the last time we did an interview i when i would when we introduced ourselves i was like yeah i'm paul i play bass yeah now yeah. it's i play bass and do backup right, vocals right. because like that's it's just a deliberate thing yeah yeah. yeah yeah that's just now something that kind of happened in the band and yeah here we are cool sorry just checking something. <laughs> um, yeah. what's, what's, what do you have against sports 
Nothing. <laughs> uh, uh, really nothing. None of us have like an actual issue with sports. We have the one song, the title track is called I Don't Like Sports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's uh, kind of more of a reference that Jacques makes to like a, a friend uh, that passed away. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, who would, who was a huge sports fan and would always try and drag Jacques into conversations okay, about hockey okay. that he had no idea about. He, yeah. He's a huge Chicago Blackhawks fan. And okay. The, and the idea is it's kind of like tongue-in-cheek a little bit because a lot of the bands that we kind of listen to, like modern baseball, sports club, stuff like that, yeah, like, yeah. they're all like... Sports-related. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like American I mean, football. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we it's were like... It's a thing now, eh? There's a lot yeah. of bands yeah. that have... Well, it, it's, a, it's an emo band it's thing. It's a totally yeah. Yeah. So we were like... It's weird. Yeah. yeah, screw me in traffic. I don't like sports. Yeah, yeah. But the fact of the matter is, like, when the Jets are on... I'm sitting in my. I'm sitting at home, and like we'll have bad practice, and there'll be a Jets game on, <laughs> and it'll be the first period, and I'll be sitting there, it's like, hey, ball, let's go. I'm like, after the first, we'll go downstairs. <laughs> yeah. We'll go downstairs for the second practice. Come, come back, back out for the third. Yeah. And Jacques, who will tell anybody out there that he doesn't like watching hockey, he doesn't like watching sports. He's the loudest one yelling at the TV. Yeah. Yeah. More angry at the yeah. TV than I do, and it's just like, so yeah. Where I think Stefan would be the only one who's accurately indifferent right yeah right well the, the reason i mean because it's, it's a funny title regardless i mean oh, but, yeah. you know, but i have met some people who think that bizarrely think that being into sports and being into something creative are like you can't have both which no. is bizarre to me like you you know why can't you like two things and there's all yeah. there's definitely like a punk kind of idea of us versus the jocks sort of thing too right? yeah so you never know when they would hear someone saying that it's like really well, <laughs> but, I, I don't know but the boston punk scene would have a lot they would definitely have all the bands like slap shot stuff <laughs> yeah, right yeah. like straight yeah. the title yeah i yeah. mean like yeah how many like you know punk kids you see going up on stage wearing like bruins jerseys and stuff right yeah. like it's yep. such a thing yeah or, not my town they won't <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i know it's a yeah. uh, it's <laughs> yeah. Well, I feel like like uh, like that's a whole thing. Like even um, what was it? The Hard Times made an article about yeah. uh, like hardcore punk finally going into hockey phase. Like yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. Like, yeah, it's definitely a thing. Yeah, it is a thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Just cause problems if I was gone 
So where, where do you guys fit yourselves? Uh, I mean, do you... Because you have punk elements, you have emo elements, you have some stuff that I guess is a bit poppier, mm-hmm. and some stuff that's a bit heavier. Like, do you just call yourselves a punk band at this point? Or um, what do you the, do? the one that's... that's the easiest seen, way, yeah. The, yeah. Yeah, we're, you know, we're a punk band. Uh, a lot of the times, just because of, like, the... Um, the content in our lyrics, so me and Jocko a lot of the time say like, oh yeah, we're like emo punk. Right. So just because it like that, the lyrics are very much kind of in that kind of yeah. vein more than yeah. anything else. They're very, you know, personal and generally dealing with, you know, yeah that kind of content, I guess. One thing I think is cool is that uh, I-, I found recently talking to a lot of, I mean, I talked to a lot of local bands, obviously. Of course. But <laughs> just like a lot of local punk bands who are maybe 10 years or so younger than me, which I think is probably what you guys fit mm-hmm. in. The word emo is not necessarily like it's not a bad word. It used no. to be a bad word. Yeah. When I, when I was like you know in my twenties playing bands and stuff, anyone said emo, you know, yeah, they, they give them the stink eye. But now emo, because a lot of kids I think grew up with emo being just a normal part of what they listen yeah. to, and it's now like you guys being an emo punk band is not weird. Yeah. And it's yeah. not like well, there's nothing embarrassing about it, right? Yeah. No. Well, and I think another big thing is that like ten years ago emo it was the mainstream eyeliner pop punk totally, emo, right totally yeah that, so it was it was fallout boy it was panic at the disco yeah that's what and that stuff is awful <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but i mean there was great emo before in the 90s yeah. too but like, well, yeah because people... yeah if you go farther back you know there's like sunny like, day real estate and stuff yeah sunny day's great, real yeah. estate yeah. cat and jazz yeah, yeah. Uh, like even you could even say jimmy Eat world uh and moline yeah, yeah, yeah like, moline was amazing yeah like, it is yeah that's one of the things that we get compared to a lot is like at least our stage presence anyways like compared to moline yeah yeah and they're one of my is your drummer standing up all the time oh no but one of my favorite emo band yeah yeah yeah, yeah for sure and yeah, that, like that's the kind of stuff that me and jock were listening to that kind of like drew us into like the emo in the thing. formative years i guess of yeah. listening to music right yeah and yeah. then later on like right now there's this like what they're calling like like new wave of emo for right? sure yeah so you know mom jeans and uh oh god basement and modern baseball, modern oh, those baseball sports bands. Yeah, 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 yeah 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 and then um and even some bands are considered kind of part of it like pup and stuff like that sure. where it just because of like the lyrical contact like kind of punk music but with more yeah. technical aspects and i think emo is that is what it is it's yeah. punk music with with emotional lyrics and with yeah. you know some other elements too but it for a long time had this stigma to it yeah and i'm glad i'm glad it doesn't anymore because yeah, there, exactly. i mean i didn't want to you know I, I listened to sunday real estate for a long time i never want to tell anyone to listen to emo like yeah that was i mean i didn't listen to a lot of it but i mean i had the cd what is this uh it's punk rock <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah well yeah because i remember it, we, there was the same stigma behind it like in high school right yeah. like or when i was in high school that like you don't say i like emo no, even yeah, if that's yeah. what you're listening to even if like definitively captain jazz and all that they're emo band yeah but people back, think eyeliner they then, think stupid yeah. purple haircuts yeah, yeah exactly yeah, yeah. So when did it change though? Like what what happened to make it not a curse word basically? I don't like, know. I th- I just think it uh, just like the last couple of years with like the new the new like emo bands coming out. The fact that like you know the younger generation they're taking these newer bands they're finding and they're finding those old punk bands that everyone made fun of back in yeah, high school, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. And like when you go back and listen to some of those bands, some of those bands are actually excellent. Sure, sure. Yeah. But they they got stigmatized because of because whatever of, because yeah. of the pop culture because of MySpace there. and yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. because of, you know like the whole MySpace. scene culture. Yeah. Right? yeah. yeah. Yeah, but the, I think this like the scene culture and the uh, like, I don't know, com- like making it a commodity, yeah, like yeah. making it so mainstream, made it something laughable, right? Yeah, yeah. And I think that happens to everything. Yeah, it happened to grunge. It happened you know? to hip hop. Yeah, it happens to a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where yeah, if someone says, I mean, if I say I listen to rap, I'm thinking like Public Enemy. Yeah. Someone twenty years younger than me is thinking like some guy with face tattoos. Yeah. You know, rapping a totally over a beat is just a blipping noise. Yeah. And then they're both valid. It's just. Yeah, yeah, but it makes no sense to me. Exactly, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And so I, I don't know. I think that's probably where a lot of the stigma came from with like that whole movement, right? Yeah, yeah. Do, so you're, but you guys are comfortable 
calling yourselves emo at this point. Like, oh, know, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Have you ever had any negative reaction to that, or oh, is it mostly just, like once in a blue moon we'll get some person be like, oh, emo, like you mean like Fallout Boy? We'll be yeah. like, sure, whatever. If that's what floats your boat, yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> like we, call it whatever you want, yeah. man. Like if you come to the show, you'll find. Yeah, out exactly. It is. Yeah, you're, yeah, We had a pretty yeah. funny run in in Toronto. We were in a coffee shop and um, we were talking to some guys, and then one guy's like, oh, so you're in a punk band? Like, what kind of like? punk are you in and we're like emo punk like, yeah I'm not gonna go to that show and it's like fair man yeah. whatever <laughs> at least he was honest about it yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. and yeah it doesn't really phase us at all no, no, yeah. that's, that's cool yeah. that's cool do you, do you um, do you feel that you having those kind of emotional lyrics and playing music that's you know it's loud and fast mm. do you feel uh, like an urge to kind of make a stronger effort to get those lyrics across in the performance of it or on the recordings or you know in liner notes things like that is that an important element of it because you're not just doing the typical punk thing where you're I mean yeah. not that every punk band has throwaway lyrics but a yeah. lot of them do right I mean yeah. and if you're doing something that's a little bit more uh, sincere and, and in depth I guess well definitely on the recordings I know me and Jacques try to push really hard to make them like like ha like put the you know the heat behind them yeah, that yeah, like yeah. that we're feeling in them um, and I think the performance is like I don't know I think everyone in the band has that kind of we like all go ape shit the entire time and i yeah. think that is because it's a bit of a therapeutic thing for everybody like all sure. of us have like a lot of pent-up stuff and we like yeah you let it out yeah yeah unload yeah. it there leave it yeah. on stage yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah but i guess maybe a better way of asking that then is how important do you think the lyrics are to the overall i mean like, you know at a show in a bar the odds of someone hearing everything yeah, yeah. yeah and so if people can understand that's great in the context of the songs like for me personally the lyrics are incredibly important yeah, and yeah, yeah like work over them you know a million times and so does Jacques yeah uh and so in the context of the recordings absolutely if if, if we were at a show where everyone could perfectly hear the lyrics and that shows great. where you know people have listened to the album and they like when people start singing along to them which has happened maybe you know a handful of times it's cool though yeah it's Good like feeling, that's yeah yeah that's yeah. amazing yeah that's awesome yeah. but just because i mean if you were you know if you're a folk band or something the lyrics are basically that's the forefront, right? That's, yeah. That's that's what people are there for, mm -hmm. and I mean, so it's like a challenge to have important lyrics that you want to get across, and then noise. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. So. Well, and like in an ideal situation, yes, like everybody would be able to hear yeah. the lyrics. I mean, it's just the nature of bar shows, right? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah makes sense. Yeah. Have you ever? <laughs> um, have you guys ever tried playing like stripped down versions of this stuff? Uh, handfuls of times, like does it work? Like does it, or does the does the energy need to be there? Uh, well, it kind of depends on the uh, like what we're doing. There's certain songs where I don't think it would translate terribly well, but yeah. Jacques has done um, acoustic performances just okay. by himself, like performing some of these songs. I've okay. like done that a handful of times, and it's like if, if the song musically works, because sometimes a lot of the songs are really based off what we're all doing together sure, with sure. like you know kind of like unison licks and stuff like that. And yeah, which you can't do while you're yeah, yeah well yeah. you're just playing with an acoustic yeah. guitar. But I think they they translate really well. You know, slow them down a little bit and just kind of punch out the vocal a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. In a situation like that, would he ever do your songs and vice versa, or do you? I doubt it. it. I think we would always do our own songs yeah. most of the time. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't have a problem singing any of Jacques. I don't think Jacques would have a problem singing any of mine. Probably not. But uh, I, I think it's just because you know we we yeah, always it's your, it's your stuff. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. generally, we always sing our own like the songs we write ourselves makes just because you know that's the person who has the most you know yeah uh, emotional context behind it i guess yeah that makes sense yeah. for sure yeah. yeah is there do you try to keep it uh, evenly divided like on the album for example of whose songs are whose or is it just whichever ones the band kind of um works best as? well as we're writing them it's kind of it'll get to a point where like we have a ton of like one person songs yeah. or the other uh generally speaking we like to try and keep it relatively even we try to give we keep we try our best to keep it yeah. 50 50 but like i think like on the album it wound up like like six and 
five or something six like and that. five uh kind of well i mean one of them is almost exactly half me and half chocolate the okay. first track okay. is i do all the verses and he did all the choruses and then through after that it's like yeah it's like six and five or six and four yeah it's yeah. It, and it, that's it, just how it worked out yeah 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 because yeah. yeah. like we how we usually write tunes anyway is like someone comes in with something right and like whoever's putting lyrics to it usually we just alternate it downstairs like it okay it's okay. not so uh, me and jock will be respectively working on stuff we'll bring kind of the bones of something bring it to the band and the band will make it interesting right yeah right. and then yeah so you're all contributing yeah despite the fact that it's your song or jock's song yeah yeah, yeah. 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 no they're all like by yeah. the end of it they're all it's a screaming at traffic yeah yeah, sure, yeah yeah it's, right. it's written by screaming at traffic it's just one right. person brings the initial idea right. generally okay i think i asked you this last time too but do you feel that there is like a distinct sound to each i mean like outside of the obviously the person singing is gonna label it as your song or his song, but tonally maybe is there something that that kind of stands out? I'd say yeah. no, actually. No, like it's still overall is the same. I, I think I I'd say only in maybe just like uh, the phrasing of lyrics and stuff sure, like that. Sure. Uh, for the most part, because the band the the band like once we all get together like Jacques and Stefan and all of us we all kind of pick apart songs the same way. Okay. And so there'll be like certain little things. So uh, vocally, yeah. Um, yeah. like, yeah, vocally, of course, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Duncan likes to go fast and, and not, I'm gonna use the term ramble here, but it's not really rambling. But, like, he likes to go fast, he likes to, like, really spit out what he's got to say. Jacques likes to take his time with it a little bit sure. more. But you look at tunes like Bitter and Weekend Cartoons. Bitter is sung by Duncan, right? Mm. Weekend Cartoons is sung by Jacques. They're both bright major right. tunes in and around DNA, and like. They both they both sound like a screaming at traffic song. Yeah. So like yeah, the the vocal like whoever's doing the singing during that might like kind of give it that little bit of a different edge to yeah. give it a little bit of diversity in, in our tunes. But I'd say really more to it like they all end up just being screaming at traffic tunes because yeah. even. Jacques will ask Duncan's like how how did that sound how did that okay. lyric yeah flow? Well, yeah we'll, we'll also and like pick apart each other's like uh, like vote like melodies and stuff okay. and like okay. pick it at each other with like or be like oh you could do something like this here and you'd be like, oh yeah yeah right right and I guess you guys uh, have played in enough bands together that you're comfortable enough with uh... oh yeah yeah all of us have played together forever and like especially me and Jacques have played yeah. together like yeah. nonstop since we were eighteen yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah. you no qualms about telling each other what, yeah what works and, and, and obviously yeah. and because of that our songwriting is gotten to a point where it's like very it's complimentary yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah we are very much similar songwriters our songs always sound like each other's songs yeah yeah yeah, yeah. makes sense yeah yeah
So, I mean, because the songs in the album were sort of written quite a while ago and, it, and you waited a year before releasing it, after mm-hmm. recording it, where are you guys now in terms of new material? Do you feel like what you're doing since the album came out, if you have anything new, I'm not sure, mm-hmm. is drastically different just because of the amount of time that's passed since you initially wrote those songs? Or is it still pretty much in the same vein? I'd say it's still pretty much in the same vein. Uh, a little bit, yeah. Well, like, it's... I don't know, it's a little more technical. Uh, yeah, we... Yeah, l- a little more technical. All of us have just gone a bit better at our Yeah, well, the, the I, I, playing I can, and practice, right? Like, yeah. yeah. Like, we have one new tune that I ref- I, I've told the guys we, we are not starting on that. I need to warm up before we <laughs> yeah. even come near yeah, that yeah, tune. Yeah, like, yeah. It, middle of the set. But yeah, we definitely, like, are well into starting the next batch because we obviously want to record an, again. Yeah, uh, yeah, sure, sure. And, like... The reasonably near future, I don't know what that'll be exactly. Whenever but, you uh, stop touring, <laughs> yeah, 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 pretty <laughs> yeah, much. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a little more technical. I, I've gotten better at singing. <laughs> yeah, well, that helps. Yeah. Right? <laughs> well, I, I guess the reason I ask that is because I know a lot of bands have, I, you know, I've talked to on here have said that in similar situations where they they recorded something a while back and now they're sort of now they're promoting it because they're touring or you know mm-hmm. you guys are obviously trying to get the album out there, mm-hmm. um, and they feel like those old songs don't necessarily represent them anymore and they're kind of sick of playing them. Are you guys still? Oh no! Like I now. still love all those songs. It's yeah. still fun to go up on stage and slam out. Doesn't matter yes. how long you guys are. It's yeah. been since you. No. no, there's a couple. Of, there's like a handful of songs where I'm like, well, that's relatively simple now compared to what we're working sure. on these days. Sure. Yeah. But only, only even a couple of them at that. Like, and we just and go. still like playing them. Like yeah. they're yeah. still yeah. fun. Yeah. There's no boredom level of playing them every night. You're, you're no, no. I, I think we maybe had like maybe there was the basement. Two, yeah, yeah, so yeah, once it, in a blue moon, we'll be like, ah, can we just re- like rehearsing let's... them is not fun, but sure, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. as soon as we're on stage, it, it, that's all gone. Yeah, like, it's still fun. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the only two songs we have ever really dropped were those first two that we dropped from the EP. One of them yeah. because we were like, this is definitively not our sound. It sounded more like a lot more like a honestly a Greek riot song than a screaming a traffic song. Okay. Sure. And then, uh, and well, that would have made sense though because you guys would have just kind yeah, of yeah. Greek riots around that time, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was still like me just like riffing away over like yeah kind of things and Jacques singing lyrics that were kind of didn't mean anything. Yeah, he didn't like them. <laughs> yeah, and so that was the first one to get the chop. That's Strange Tubes. Okay, and then uh, I don't even remember what the other one on the album is. Uh, or the EP. Oh my goodness, Metagame. Metagame. Right? I still like yeah, Metagame. I still uh, play that one by myself all the time. But <laughs> it, yeah. Metagame's a fun. Yeah, just it, hard punk tune. Yeah. Like, that was me just trying to write a, write a Husker Du song. That's what that okay. one is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Husker Du song about Dungeons and Dragons. That's what that one is. <laughs> Both yeah. good choices. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, we we did pantomime instead. Yeah. So do you um, like now that the album's out, how long are you kind of planning? I know you said you want to record as soon as you can. Mm. How long are you hoping to have between records? Like, uh, do you have you thought of that at all? Like time wise? Uh, we had heard a good number. A good like time yeah. frame, uh, as told by uh, like I don't know, I guess industry people. Yeah. There are uh, they, they, times. they say a year and a half is a good amount of time. Okay, we so you're not overloading people with new stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're not sure where we sit on that. Whether we want to do sooner or longer than that, it depends how long it takes to write stuff. We don't know if we want to release some EP or something in the meantime between yeah. that or something. So because like the thing, the thing is too like in Winnipeg, heard our set. If people who've been sure, to our show, have sure, heard our yeah, set, right? Yeah. And which is uh, why we're been, touring so much. Yeah, <laughs> sense, yeah. It's, yeah, it's been out for two months. People, we just came back from out east. Nobody has heard us. Yeah, yeah. And so we could honestly tour out there for a year and a half because you're still fresh. And yeah. We're, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and just same set too. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So because we're yeah we're getting to the point where we're a little less concerned about trying to pump up the you know Winnipeg punk kids because yeah. they've all heard us a million they know times. Who you are. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so we want to get out. To like we love a you guys for it. Yeah, yeah. You're also the best people ever. But yeah, we're. 
you want want to make sure we tour out a lot and like the people who you know haven't heard it yet we want them to hear it and then you know yeah. wait wait like i don't know for the right time to release another album yeah whatever so, that winds up being the short answer to that question is we don't have a time frame sure yeah, <laughs> yeah. but you, you have your general idea of when you're hoping to do it yeah yeah, yeah. we have yeah. started writing new songs we've even road tested a few uh we have like i know for the first time in a very long time i've started writing a song cool to cool. uh practice yeah. cool. uh based out of context is a hard thing to deal with yeah but, yeah, yeah, I had that. yeah yeah uh yeah but when it comes who knows yeah cool and this one came on a vinyl right uh yeah we have it on vinyl cool, and yeah. cd and digital yeah so how did, how did that was probably your first release on vinyl for any of you i guess right? yeah, yeah oh yeah what was, uh, that? What was that like oh just awesome. awesome just like getting them in the mail was yeah, mind crushing yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh we all know knew we wanted to do it really bad and we were figuring out how we were going to get it done and then little with little rocket records it, they right. were like we'll, well, we'll, we'll cool. press it for you and then helps you, you. Yeah, yeah. yeah you just have to you know like so i mean albums are obviously still important to you and mm-hmm. the only reason i bring that up is because you know we live in this dystopian future where everyone people release singles only sometimes and mm-hmm. people don't have cd players which is insane and all this yeah. stuff so you guys are still set in the whole kind of old school style of like release a record as like a unified set of songs I, all of our favorite bands that are still releasing music today are still doing it yeah. so yeah. it just makes sense I like I understand why in pop music it's about like all about the single and everything because like it's that. so temporary right? yeah, yeah. but um, among with punk and metal and like harder yeah. music it still seems like album is the right totally, thing to yeah. do because yeah. people want to just absorb all of it at once and yeah I, I still remember yeah. Like, yeah, I still remember it was only a few months ago but like <laughs> I, back in the day back in the day uh, when pop released their their trailer for their third album it was just like a 30 second clip of the end of one of their tunes and it was just them on stage and it was like okay i'm ready i'm yeah, ready yeah. for all 15 yeah. songs yeah yeah, yeah. Like, yeah and that feeling does you don't get that feeling with a single no you don't yeah. so no. well i'm glad to hear it I mean. yeah yeah because <laughs> yeah it's, it's, weird, it's weird it's weird it's weird that there's not really a defined way that people release music and consume music now yeah like for the first time in ever there's not like even tapes are coming back. <laughs> yeah, I know. Tape, record, CD, digital only. Like, there's no. It's all over the place. It's like a wild west for how you release yeah. stuff. And and I, I don't know, but just wanted to put it out in as many ways as we thought. Like in the ways that we would go and yeah, yeah, get it. Yeah, you sure, know what I mean? So sure. all of us listen to digital music. Obviously, everyone has streaming services these days. I don't. And, no, fair. <laughs> I'm, I'm one of the few holdouts that won't, <laughs> won't do it. But anyway, yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, but, fair. Yeah. And, Good. <laughs> like everybody but, in the band has their record collection. Yeah, I yeah. started a tape collection over the last tour because our van only plays tapes. Nice. Yeah. And uh, I'm still stoked on that one that we got from the guy. That one. That one's rad. Holy yeah, God. we got this uh, mixtape. I'm not sure. I'd have to like if I had the tape here, I could tell yeah, you yeah. exactly what it is. But um, the lead singer from Panic Attack. Okay. Uh, out out of uh, Quebec City or Montreal? I'm not sure. I think he's from Quebec City. He's he lives in Montreal, but I think the band is out of Quebec City. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, the band's called Panic Attack. Good name. Uh, lead singer Frank. He uh, I guess has a tape label. Okay. Um, and he, I was gonna buy the Panic Attack tape, and he gave me. He's like, "Oh, don't waste, don't don't spend your money on that. That's like four songs for like that amount of money. Yeah. Get this comp that has like twenty bands on it. Nice. And it's all over the place. It's you know obviously a lot of punk, but yeah, there's yeah, also yeah, some yeah. weird like folky bluegrass stuff on oh, there. There's cool. some straight thrash metal on it. Like Winnipeg to Waterloo. We we, we drove Winnipeg to Waterloo. Yeah. And or Waterloo to Winnipeg. It's a Sorry, that was and, a solid twenty six hours. Yeah. 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 Jeez. <laughs> We just had the tape on repeat. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, you, you'd get this new song. You'd you'd be like, it'd be one thirty in the morning. You'd be driving, driving, driving. And I was like, wait a second, I don't remember that one. And then, or like, wait, <laughs> or someone falls asleep, actually, I guess, yeah. right? And wakes up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is yeah. that actually bluegrass? Like, what's going on that's here? Cool. Like, it was. It's such a good tape. Yeah. 
I kind of missed that that was a thing though. Like compilation albums were always the best. It was the best way to discover bands. And yeah, it's... I wish they were more prominent because they used to be the thing. Like I mean, I think yeah. most punk bands I listened to in the nineties were discovered from those cheap five dollar punk comps. Like yeah, and every time every label had like three or four of them. It was awesome. Yeah, no, it's, it's someone really needs cool. to do it here again. Yeah, no. <laughs> there are old Winnipeg comps, but nothing yeah. in the last like twenty years. Hey, yeah, Ringwalds. Yeah, someone's got to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I think the last comp that there was um that one nothing under the Christmas tree that uh, yeah that's yeah, right yeah, yeah, yeah that was fun but that um, was digital that, only though yes I think, that was I don't think I think, I think uh, yeah they, they I should know because I had Brian on the show talking about it but yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Sorry. yeah I think I think Brian just released it on Bandcamp <laughs> I think so too yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah that's uh, one place where you'll find a song that we I don't even know if we know how to play it anymore <laughs> that we literally we, uh, we wrote like in the three weeks before the comp came out because yeah. we were working on a song we was like we need to release at least one original song for this thing so and then. That's what came up. What that was such we... a cool idea, that, that comp. Yeah. It's awesome, yeah. What, what was the name of that song? Don't ask, man. I don't, I don't remember. remember. Christmas theme, though? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right Hans Gruber. Hans Gruber. Hans Gruber. Yes. Hans Gruber. So you guys, are, I assume, believe that Die Hard is a Christmas movie? Absolutely, oh, yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> good. I'm glad, I'm glad you're on the right page. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get very upset when people tell me it's not. <laughs> oh, it absolutely is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the best Christmas is the Christmas movie. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, hopefully people hearing this are already, based on the downloads you're getting from the old episode, already know who yeah. you are and have heard you before. But if they haven't, what's the best way to find out You know, where you guys are playing shows, where to hear your music, that kind of thing? Um, the best place to find out where we're playing shows is to go through our Facebook, for sure. Okay. Um, uh, or keep up through the Instagram. It's also pretty decent, but Facebook is where we regularly post about the shows. Yep. Um, hearing our stuff, Bandcamp, Spotify, out of Google Play, iTunes. We're on uh, any streaming service okay. that you could imagine. And, and also, uh, we have our online store set up through Bandcamp. So okay. if you want something like mailed out to you, yeah, yeah. that's we can the place. That. Yeah, so that's uh, the shirts, vinyl, CDs. Cool. Uh, you can all get through there. And uh, we are we got a record in a couple of music stores. We're sending a couple out to some places in Toronto. We're gonna cool. talk to the local ones here. Cool. So like the record and CDs will be around. Okay. And then I guess shows obviously. Obviously shows. Right? Yeah. We, we're, we'll always be slanging merch at shows. So. Okay. And it sounds like yeah. you guys have a lot of shows going on at all times. So. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're doing our best <laughs> yeah. to keep busy. Yeah. yeah. Because this will actually be out after we've released all this stuff just fun fact we've got some new merch coming up cool. Uh, yeah. we've got a coloring book coming out <laughs> Seriously? Uh, yeah. it, it might be sold out by the time we get back to Winnipeg so if you I think want I need it to, you need to explain what this, like, okay oh, so hold on. I'll, I'll, wait, we can okay. so I'll explain it while he's yeah, yeah, just sure, to sure, show you sure, but sure. uh so we did this animated music video for the song Pantomime. Yeah. Our friend uh, Nick Drescher, who designs most of our merch. Okay. Yeah, you have a look. You guys have yeah, a yeah. look. Yeah, yeah. So he's designed the majority of our mer merch, and uh, he's worked as an animator and stuff for quite a while. Okay. So he has uh, this thing, Grass Monster Studio. If you ever want an animated video, he is the guy. He's the guy. Yeah. Um, so it's uh, this like very cartoony Dungeons & Dragon themed music video. Okay. So he has all of us uh, individually done up as like, you know, D&D &D characters, sure. like D&D &D characters sure. we've actually played in with our campaigns with them and stuff. Yeah. And so uh, we're like just kind of joking around playing like a coloring book would be fun because he just did a doodle of it and he yeah, just showed yeah. it to yeah. us. And so we're it's like... one of those adult coloring books? That... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're going we're gonna to play a little game with you here, Simon. Okay. We're going to get you to describe to your viewers what you're seeing. Sure. He, I currently sure. have a Screaming at Traffic coloring book the here. The first yeah. edition. So it we're gonna go... definitely has a Dungeons and Dragons vibe to it. Oh, yeah. We... Um, so Do you guys ever play the game of Bard's Tale for Nintendo, the original? Oh, Nintendo? yeah. This looks like the cover of... Uh... That may or may not be intentional. Okay, right. <laughs> so, all right, for, we're going we're gonna to get you... We're going to show three? Three? Yeah, yeah. and all you right, can just describe right. what the image right, is. Sure, and sure. you just got to describe what the image that you're saying sure. is. Uh, this looks like a pirate ship with maybe a wizard and um, a sea monster... Is this supposed to be you guys? Yeah. yeah. So okay. anybody who's uh, seen the pantomime video, this is uh, the same style. Yeah. This yeah. is these are our characters. So okay. like, 
I'm the wizard, Doug is the rogue, uh, Steph is the cleric, slash paladin, yeah. and Jock is the fighter. Okay, cool, yeah. cool. So pirate ship, yeah, yeah. Okay, so... Well, did you choose the characters yourselves, or was this just uh, kind of a... No, he, he, he did decided it? based off of uh, what we've actually played in oh, cool, campaigns cool, with cool. him, so... Yeah. Like what we normally pick when we're playing. Yeah. Uh, this is someone getting beheaded. Um... So it looks like an angry pope in the background. <laughs> the guy being beheaded is sleeping. Um, someone's eating a sandwich. The wizard's checking his watch. These are cool, yeah. <laughs> so well, I guess what's the goal with this? Though? Do you want people to color it and like, send it back to you or something? Well, I do, uh, hopefully. We put a little thing on the back be like, hey, uh, let's show us your pictures. Like, Tag us on Instagram. Are you, cool. the, be- are you the best at coloring? We'll be the judge. Tag us at Screaming Traffic Music on Instagram with your best work. Yeah. That's cool. But uh, we just thought it was more just kind of a fun, totally weird fun, thing. Yeah, you yeah. Know? I, don't, I can't yeah. think of any other bands that have this kind of merch so it's, yeah, it's cool so, yeah, yeah, yeah we just uh, thought it was a cool weird thing to make uh, yeah. so if you don't sell them out on tour are you going to be selling them online as well or are they just strictly being sold at shows if we sell them out on tour we'll order more we haven't decided yet yeah, yeah we'll, we'll figure that out but these will be exclusively available at shows cool cool yeah. alright so this is the last one here um it looks like he is constipated perhaps <laughs> 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 Uh, yeah, I'm not really sure what's going on. The knight is uh, floating on the cloud, maybe, and uh, I don't know what's going on here, but it's yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. All right, awesome, awesome. It's a coloring book, right on. Yeah, and yeah. there are ten. So oh, so it's very limited edition. This is like oh, extreme. Oh no, I mean ten. Pictures. Oh, ten pictures. Yeah, 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 ten, ten pages. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how many we actually have. Twenty, but one's already sold. Oh, really? Yeah. It's still fairly limited. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a pretty limited run. Cool. We've been having a lot of fun with our li- little limited run stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. We yeah. did the jerseys and like. We weren't sure how that was going to go, but it went pretty well. And awesome. It's more just for fun. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, so for the other merch, that not this one, uh, people can get that on Bandcamp. Yes, and yeah. And get it through shows and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all the shirts are available uh, on the Bandcamp, uh, the Trucker Cats. And are sold out. Are sold out for now. For now. Yeah. Uh, we'll be re-upping those eventually. Okay. Uh, and uh, then, yeah, the um, I'll see the CD and the vinyl. Yeah, cool. <laughs> Okay, awesome. Uh, if people want to hear the uh, hear more episodes of this show, including the one from two years ago that seems to somehow still be popular, uh, you can go to witchpolice.com. They're all there for free download and streaming. Uh, you can also tune in on Sunday nights at midnight on 101.5 UMFM. And those are older episodes, so by the time this airs there, you guys may even have a new record out. Who knows? I mean, it's, <laughs> they're quite a few months behind. They, they started broadcasting the show like when I was already a few months into making this mm-hmm. so there's a bit of a delay which is kind of cool though because it gives an extra little boost at the end uh you know if someone happens to be listening to the radio at midnight on a sunday when you should definitely be listening to the radio yeah uh you know and months from now and all of a sudden you guys pop up maybe they never heard you before maybe they go back home and go on the internet and buy your shit right like so yeah who knows that'd be cool. it's kind of a cool it's kind of a cool little boost because yeah. it's uh it's i always forget which episode is going to be on and i often forget that it is on at that time yeah. i've been in the car and i've changed the channel i hear myself talking it's like, and it's like, Whoa. what episode is this? Who? And it's some band I forgot I even interviewed. So it's kind of a, a cool bonus. But yeah, I like but yeah, that. yeah. So I mean, you guys will be heard on there eventually. Sweet. <laughs> Can't wait. Uh, but people obviously should download it because that's the main way. Oh yeah. The podcast. But yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's that's the show. That's uh, that's what I got for you. Right on. Thanks for having me again. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for time, man. Talking with us. Cool.